1: See Minneapolis-St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
2: With SRN News, I'm Ron Durokstra. A key Ukrainian city continues to be battered by Russian
1: planes, missiles, and artillery, but local officials say it's not the military that they're targeting. The
0: Mariupol, Ukraine. We fight here for being Ukrainian. Deputy Mayor Sergei Orlov says Russian President Vladimir Putin's desire isn't just to defeat the Ukrainian military, it's to annihilate the Ukrainian people. Their wish is Ukraine without Ukrainians. The key port city in southern Ukraine has been under siege for a dozen days. There's no fresh water, food is scarce, and the Russians have been bombing apartment blocks, homes, even hospitals. More than 1,500 people have been killed in a city of more than 400,000 the Russians are also attacking evacuation routes, preventing people from leaving the city or supplies from getting in. I'm Tim McGuire.
1: The war is entering its third week. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher says we've learned some things over the past two years.
3: There's a real danger, to me, worse than the Democrat overreach. The thing that's been worse than that is the American people's indifference to it. We were numb. We were shocked. We've never lived through a pandemic, and guess what? We should have pushed back early on.
1: The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Hour number two of the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network with Mitch Berg coming up next year on a Saturday at the Patriot just after 2 o'clock in the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios. Thank you so much for joining us. Coming up on Thursday, March 31st, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m., it's the Attorney General Debate at Providence Academy in Plymouth. Tickets are available right now at am1280thepatriot.com. If you can't make it to the event, we're carrying it live. That's Thursday, March 31st, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m., right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. The forecast calls for a low of 23 clouds increase for Sunday and 41.
0: Portions of this program may have been pre recorded.
3: This is
1: the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's
4: great to be back in Minnesota today.
1: Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your
4: headline act, Ms.
1: Bird.
4: Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is... Attacking the moldy blue buildup with a sea of of bright shining red, I model, I mangled my own motto. It doesn't matter. It's been one of those days here, folks. Uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, Shot in the Dark. Info. My broadcast, the Headliner Edition of the Northern Alliance. Don't forget Jack Tomzek, uh, the new guy, coming up at three o'clock. Uh, we have Brad Carlson, of course, the closer tomorrow from one to three here on AM 1280, and of course every Saturday morning. The whole show kicks off every weekend with King Banyan, the King Banyan radio show, the best show in the business on the subject of economics. Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, nobody does it better. No one else is even trying. Entering 19 years of dominating all Twin Cities media. It's convention season, and the candidates are out there making their sales pitches. Uh, you, you, if you're a delegate, you know how, what popularity feels like, and it's, it's a great time to be out there. By the way, I'll be doing my own convention to the extent—well, actually, uh, if I wasn't an optimist, I could not be a conservative in St. Paul. With us is someone who probably took the more sensible uh, course coming from uh, the east side of St. Paul and moving to an area where competence, prosperity— uh, common sense reigns. Um, my next guest, Thomas O'Neill, joins us here. Thomas, you are uh, running for the you, nod from the GOP to run for the Minnesota House in House District 30A in, yes. uh, in Albertville, St. Michael, the General Hanover, Hanover Rockford Township. Yes. If it all sounds familiar, it's because you were running against Walter Hudson, longtime friend, occasional guest host on this broadcast, uh, to, to, uh, for the shot at representing uh, the district. It's a shame you both can't go to St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the way the system that's works. That's not the way you. it works. Well, we'll talk about uh, you and Walter later here. Walter, of course, well-known to the people on this broadcast. Let's talk about you, get you a little more well-known. Found out that we have a neighborhood in common in the deep, dark, dank past. Yes. Uh, we both spent some time on the uh, far lower east side of St. Paul once that's upon a time. Right. Time. tell us a little more about where you came uh, from
5: johnson high school um alumnus okay and um i grew up there got 18 years old and said it's time to go yes went off to college <laughs> you know got married uh, lived in virginia for a while lived in ohio for a while florida for a very short stint and then came back to minnesota and i went to the right place Yes,
4: there are there are things to be. Yeah. And of course, you left wrong county. Sorry, Ramsey County. I mix. I mix them. I I love Ramsey County. I just can't stand his government. Right. Love St. Paul. Just can't deal with our mayor. We had a good police chief. Anyway, I digress. Let's talk about uh, before we get to talking about Albertville and coming back to St. Paul as uh, as a representative, potentially, let's talk about you. We know where you came from. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do. Uh, about the the things that that the voters in District Thirty A need to know about uh, Tom O'Neill. Well, first of all,
5: thank you for having me on. I really sure. appreciate it. It's good to get out there and and just be able to share with the delegates. You know who I am, what I stand for, um, what I really want to do in St. Paul. Yep. Um, my life to this point, I I really want to be somebody who serves. Okay. So I've I've served in Wright County as the chair of the Tea Party. Patriots for a number of years. Okay. Matter of fact, I invited Walter to come in and speak with the Tea Party Patriots when he first started speaking the circuit. Okay, um, So I, I made a lot of those connections back then. I also am highly involved in my church. I'm an elder in my church. I have been for three years. I've been involved with a ministry called Up With Worship at the Wright County Jail. For 15 years, I've been going into the jail, sharing the good news of the gospel, and just trying to shed, just bring a little hope and light into a dark place. Um, I believe that sometimes the tragedies in life that we face really define us in one way or another. We either get bitter or we get better. Okay. And I've had a couple of tragedies in my life. I had a daughter who passed away at 18 oh, months old. Sorry. And I really turned to my faith at that point, And, you know, God brought me through that. Also went through a divorce, which was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Oh, Nellie, the stories yes. we could share. Yeah, exactly. Way, yes. So, you know, through that, I went, I got involved with a ministry called Divorce Care Ministry. Okay. So I, I went through, it's a 13 week program where you, you, you evaluate what was your part. Yeah. And, and that was so critical in my life. What was my part in that? Yeah. And then how do we forgive? Yeah. So if we're able
4: to forgive, then the bitterness doesn't set in, and you become better. I'm going to guess country music and bourbon are not two of the, the ways we, we come back from that. Well. <laughs> or
5: oh, are they? Well, you know, I don't mind a bourbon, I just, and I don't uh, mind country music, but it's
4: not the, it, yeah, the end-all, be-all. It's not what is recommended, but I totally right. get that. Yes. So, so we know a little bit about you, and we'll, we'll right. talk more about you and where you come from sure. and what you bring to the office. But yeah. a, a key part of running for office is especially— in as grassrootsy a district as 30A, that right. part of the metro, right. is knowing your district and what matters to them. When you yeah. go about the campaign trail, especially talking with delegates and future voters uh, this fall, once you get past the, uh, the the, the, the uh, what do you call it, the uh, the, endorsement. the endorsement. Thank yes. you very yes. much. No it's in terms of sort of swimming together yes. after a while here. Uh, what are you hearing from the people in 30A? So, you know, there's the the main topics that we have,
5: Second Amendment, Right to Life, you know, and I, I check off all the bills there. I believe in life from womb to tomb. I also believe in the second amendment. It's not just for hunting. Right. You know, it is, you know, the last arbiter for our freedom. Okay, you passed that stop go yep.
4: criterion right, right there.
5: Yep. And so and so I would I would come against any red flag flag law that was out there. Good. Definitely. Good. So um the other thing that I'm hearing is education. You know, The people want to be involved in the education in the schools. Yeah. So they need to have transparency in the schools. Right. You know, that has to be. And I would, you know, to be able, I would like to see an opt in option as opposed to an opt out. So you know exactly what your kid is going to learn and then you opt into it. Yeah. And to me, that makes sense, you know, and it puts the onus back where it belongs on
4: education. I know that a lot of people move out to places like Albertville, St. Michael, Otsego. I don't know if that's in your district, but that's yes, whole, Otsego. Okay. I'm from Otsego. That's right. Okay. I live. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah. I, we'll, we'll talk. And uh, they move out there to escape some of the, the pathologies of urban life. I know a number of people who have moved from my Midway out to St. Michael, Otsego, to Elk River to escape. The craziness that yeah. sometimes befalls people living in the city, including uh, some of the things we could probably talk about from our past on the Lower East Side. Sure. But now you got people talking about crime in places like St. Michael, like places like Deep, Deep Haven. Right. Deep Haven. They might as well be talking about crime in Sioux Falls for crying out right.
5: loud. Right. So I had some constituents come up to me and say, hey, there was a credible threat on the Albertville Mall at one time. Oh, really? And yeah, they had... Uh, From what he was saying, they had police ready on the go and they were, you know, checking social media and what was happening with that. Wow. And really the only reason it didn't come to fulfillment was so much construction going on. They were afraid they wouldn't be able to get out once they got in.
4: Oh, like a robbery or are
5: we talking about- I I don't know. I don't know if it was was one of those grab, you know, run and grab the stuff or if it was, you know, type of looting or Uh, whatever. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm hearing that from constituents. So the- a huge topic for me is the rule of law because without the rule of law there's no liberty right and we have to stand on that we have to hold uh attorneys county attorneys accountable yeah now, Wright County has a good one. Yeah, but uh, Hennepin and Ramsey, I'm worried about those those counties there. So we need a good attorney
4: general to be elected. Absolutely. As well, you should worry about the county attorneys in, in all. By the way, in Dakota County here as well, not a good county. I mean, head, shoulders, and ankles better than Freeman and Choi. But that's a right. low bar indeed, as you're well aware. So, uh, so what else are you hearing from the people of, of Albertville? I mean, are, are education, crime, not wanting things to go like they are in the city. Uh, are, are people satisfied with the economic prospects of life out there? Is anything that needs to be tuned up uh, as far as that goes? Well, they look at the they look at the
5: surplus and they say, what are we going to use it for? Is walls going to use it as a bribe? Yeah, you know, because I, you I, know. California that's what they did you know it's oh, yeah. basically a bribe check hey vote for me uh,
4: how come it only happens in election years yeah well and you've got right now the teachers union and Paul Gazuck was absolutely right about this uh, the teachers union is basically using its vast bulk to belly up to the trough waiting for that uh, pile of jacksons to get poured into yeah. the trough for them to slop at here and they're just the first of many hogs that are they're am- elbowing their way to the front and that's why we need to get a good conservative legislature, especially a house of representatives.
5: Right. So you look at unions as a whole, Yeah. private unions. I have no problem with, right. You know, you have a right to associate with whoever you want and contract with whoever you want. But when we have state unions, then we got public money working against public money.
4: Yeah. If there's ever in a lawsuit, guess who loses the taxpayer every single time. Yeah. And the, and the public employee unions, are basically negotiating with themselves exactly. for, for their finance, so it, it, except when it comes to the legislature. Oh, gosh, we have a DFL House, don't we? Uh, <laughs> fortunately, we have the Senate has to agree to the budget. Well, that's where we need to get some numbers out there. So, yes. uh, by the way, if you have questions or comments for Tom O'Neill, who's running for the uh, endorsement to run for the Republican, uh, to, to essentially run for uh, Minnesota House in District 30A, give us a call, 651 651- Two eight nine four four eight eight, or join us on Twitter. Gab I would Parler. love to hear a call. We, we would, yeah. we, maybe we'll lucky get the we'll, first beautiful day of the year here coming up. Right. It might be few and far between, but uh, keep, keep our fingers crossed. We'd okay. love to get someone here. 651 or join us on the hashtag Narn Show on Gab, Parlor, Twitter, MeWe, and Getter. We're on all of them that matter right now, and as more come online, we'll go there as well here. Go so, Getter. So, so let's talk a little bit about what people can expect from you if... You get past Walter Hudson uh, mm. in the convention here. And, boy, it's a coin toss here, obviously. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a tough convention. It's going to be one. that's kind of one I'd, I'd love to get film of here. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. But let's talk a little bit about what people can expect from you if you do go to St. Paul. What's your first 100 days like so in the house?
5: To me, it's about building relationships. I have a leadership style that's a collaborative leadership style. I already have my whole team together for running a campaign. Okay. Um, I think one of the biggest positions that you have to fill in campaign is the treasurer. Yep. I got a guy on board who's a businessman who is, is. hey, he said, he said directly to me, if I don't get the stuff when I need it, you're going to hear it. Okay, good. So you I need got that. accountability. You need that. I have accountability. I have my basically my kitchen cabinet, so to speak, all okay. ready to go. But when I get there, it's about building relationships. It's about building equity and standing firm on principle. Okay. Of all the things we've talked about, it's because I don't expect to go in the first day and just write the ship. Right. I, I don't have this grand idea, but I do expect to move the needle. Yeah. My voice to be heard. And I have a lot of relationships down there already. Yeah. Um, I've been involved with politics in Wright County for 16 years. I've been a BPOU region chair. Right. You know, I've been part of the Tea Party Patriots. So if I've invited all these politicians to come in and speak and and have established relationships already excellent
4: uh questions and comments for tom o'neill who's running for the minnesota house in district 30 uh give us a call 651-289-4488 when we come back we'll talk about some specifics as well as shall we say the elephant in the room if you will the race with uh, with walter hudson why people vote for one or the other in the uh convention coming up next week go nowhere we'll be right back
1: go nowhere. Choking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at
2: odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike, as they'll be discussing an often overlooked piece of the puzzle, asset location. Making certain your investments and portfolio strategies are in the right accounts means more money in your pocket and your accounts. Alan Mike will tell you how to put the pieces to your puzzle together with solutions and strategies. Make sure you tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or you can call them right now at 855 231 6010.
3: This is Dennis Prager. If God saved the Jews in Egypt, why didn't he save the Jews in Europe? Was there really an exodus? My new book answers these and other questions. It's called The Rational Passover Haggadah, about the oldest holiday in the world. Just like my commentary, The Rational Bible, The Rational Passover Haggadah, my newest book, relies on reason relevant to non-Jews, Jews, Jews, and people of no faith. The Rational Passover Haggadah. Available at PragerStore.com or wherever books are sold.
0: Get that rag Shack Attack, Rack Shack
1: Barbecue.
2: iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. believe.com am hey,
4: 1280 The Patriot. I got a question for you. Yes, you. Have you subscribed to the Freedom Insider yet? It, every morning, you'll receive the Daybreak Insider. It's your first look at the day's top stories in a concise, focused form. Then, just after lunch, watch out for the Midday Insider, which, as the title suggests, comes around at well, lunchtime. Lays rapid-fire details on the big issues and breaking news of the day, plus video clips and your favorite hosts. You go to am1280thepatriot.com and use the keyword subscribe. The rest of it will do the thinking for you. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight, the number to call. You can also join us on uh, the hashtag NARN Show. That's N A R N Show on Twitter, Gab Parlor, Me, We, and Getter. All of the social media platforms, except for Facebook, where we are just doing the live streaming right now at uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. If you're seeing me wa- us waving to you right now, that's why. That's where you're at. I uh, love to have you here. I always uh, hope you can leave a comment in the comment section on the video stream, just so we know. Who's watching, it's always great to see who's tuned in around and about uh, out there. By the way, we'll be taking a question off of the uh, stream feed here right after the break. So after the bottom of the hour, so stick around for that. But we are talking with Tom O'Neill, who is running for uh, the Minnesota House, the GOP nod to run uh, for against, doesn't matter who, I mean, whoever the Republican wins, unless the the candidate is found doing something terribly inappropriate or crashes a car into a bridge abutment, I mean, you're going to win, most likely. That's the way it's been described. So the elephant in the room, of course, Walter Hudson, longtime friend, uh, longtime friend of this broadcast, occasional co-host or guest mm-hmm. host on this broadcast, and uh, so... Obviously, the the guy's got some mind share out there. He's been building himself as a Albertville City Councilman and as a speaker at conservative causes all over. Heck and half an acre, uh, he's he's been out there building some, uh, name recognition for himself. So let's talk about the differences. Why should a delegate in thirty A vote for you instead of Walter Hudson? Yeah, I'm definitely stepping
5: into Walter's neighborhood here on the radio. Uh, I'm a tile guy by trade, and I have a business. Okay, I've had it for eleven years. Um, run it successfully, debt-free. Okay. The only debt that I have is my revolving debt from month to month. All my tools, all my vans, everything totally paid for. Okay, I provide a paycheck for five employees. Okay, So I'm responsible for making that happen every other week they get so paid. So some
4: politicians say they're not going to have their work walked all over. You're, in fact, proud. Have your work walked all over? Yeah, ex- yeah,
5: absolutely.
4: All right. I don't know why I went for that, but I, I just I couldn't resist. At any rate, so but it'd be men. like
5: it'd be like Walter trying to come in and tile a shower. Now I got to come in and speak on the radio here, <laughs> fair, right? Fair
4: enough. <laughs> That's right. So yeah, but yeah, I mean, so so you're a you're a business person. You've yes. been running a business for 11 yes. years now. Apparently. Right. Obviously, there's a market for tile in the greater northwest uh, suburbs. So yes. Okay. So so carry on. Reasons to vote for you next. So time. I, I've been a
5: public school teacher. I've been a private school teacher, and I've been a homeschool father. Okay. I cover all the bases when it comes to education. I have a well-rounded idea of what has to happen. So going down to the legislature, I'm going to advocate for parents and students. Okay. Advocate for transparency. Advocate for, well, let's talk about um, uh, the shots that the kids have to get. Yes. Every single time they have to go in, they have to opt out if, they, if the parent chooses not to get those vaccinations. They have to opt out. I've had many constituents come to me and say, you know, why do we have to opt out? Even homeschool kids have to opt out. Oh, wow. So my thought was, why don't we have an opt-in procedure? Why don't we trust the parents to be able to make that decision for their
4: kids? Does that make sense? It, it makes sense. And That's an interesting question. Since you have taught public, private, and home schools, or been involved in all three, uh, right. in, in homeschooling, why do you suppose I, I, it's a it's a not an idle question for me because two of my grandparents are teachers. My father was the greatest teacher who ever stepped in front of a blackboard. Kids, ask your parents what a blackboard. Not a smartboard. Not a, a blackboard. A blackboard, old slate one. And my little sister's a special ed teacher in Montana. So education's yep. not an idle. I, I even taught a semester at Metro State for crying out loud. There you go. Speaking of Lower East Side. <laughs> uh, so so why do you suppose as as we look at a teachers' strike in Minneapolis and one that lasted about a day in St. Paul, why do you? you suppose uh they, they they feel that way i think they feel that way because they're not they
5: don't feel trusted by their government right i mean you look at liberty as a whole what's the saying that when people fear the government tyranny reigns when the yeah. government fears people liberty reigns
4: uh, kudos to ronald reagan
5: Absolutely. right That's exactly
4: right. It, no more. Low less true now than it ever was right so, yeah. so
5: they don't feel like the government trusts their decision-making abilities when it comes to medical Yeah, stuff and the trans the transparency has to be there. The other thing that is really important to me as a candidate is elections. Okay, I mean we need that we need that uh, ID law. Oh yeah, so that when people we actually know who's voting, and also we need to figure out the discrepancies in vote counting. We need to audit. Even in Wright County, the numbers are unbelievable how so the the jump the jump if you look at the charts and you look at the number of votes that walls got yeah compared to the chart it jumps astronomically even in wright county wow beyond belief there has to be audit and we need to get people who are you know checking those numbers out we need um we need them in the polls at the
4: polls poll watchers i mean that's so critical to our to our republic. Here's an issue I need. I need to pick your brain on here, Tom O'Neill. As sure. a former teacher, we are. You're looking at joining a legislature where the DFL caucus is. I believe last mm-hmm. I'd one count forty percent members of the teachers union or the administrators union or association whatever sure. and, and or people that are part of the uh, educational industrial complex people who are negotiating with management essentially to get their chunk of the surplus as well as all the other money that they get for very little effect here. What uh, tell us a little bit about how you as a former teacher. Uh, see your role as going up against that phalanx of mediocrity that is our teachers union and its operations in the legislature I think
5: we just have to be truthful okay and just say it the way it is the the Minnesota uh, teachers union is basically a filter for the Democrat party oh yeah I mean it is what it is yeah and to, to move that needle we have to talk about specifics I got a funny story though before I do that oh yeah um the building for the, the uh, Minnesota Educators Association, right? I tiled their bathroom as a non union contractor. Oh, really? Yes, and I have the check to prove it. Oh, really? So, and I did some repair work there, too. Oh, interesting. As a non union
4: tile guy. Oh, so that might make a fun bit of trivia to bring right. to uh, Ms. Speck. Uh, didn't he speck here one of these right. days? Hmm. Interesting. Mm, somebody thought.
5: might get in trouble. I hope not. But... Well,
4: we have to, Well, okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> and anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that later. When but, we start, Yeah, we yeah. need to talk about
5: specifics, you know, and. We need to say, you know, who are they really for? Yeah, you know, we need the kids to get an education. And when we're talking CRT, we're yeah. talking, you know, that critical race theory. We're talking wokeism. You know, that's not for the kids.
4: Yeah, yeah, and and, you know, and and people will say, well, we don't actually teach CRT. Well, no, you don't teach the law school uh, right. course uh, course curriculum, but you teach. They do teach. I'm, I, I've had kids in the St. Paul schools, and they did learn that whiteness. Whiteness yes privilege is, is and privilege is yeah. is something that you can that, that white people can never shake off it makes them irredeemably permanently racist and there 's nothing they can do about it without. Without Marxist cleansing sessions, which is just the most dehumanizing possible way to to tell uh, talk well, to an adult to that's say that's nothing to a it children, is. it's
5: Marxist. Exactly.
4: I mean, and it has nothing to do. It's all about division,
5: really. Yeah. That's what it's about. It's about dividing and conquering, and that's what the Marxists do.
4: Yep, it, it absolutely. And is it's true. being infiltrated into our schools. Oh, absolutely. So let's talk about uh, your race first of all, to to get the GOP nod. I mean, yes. the actual campaign itself. Uh, to November, can't be overconfident, but you're, whoever wins the nomination, probably facing a bit of a tailwind uh, getting to St. Paul. So let's yes. talk about, first of all, what's your website? How can people find out more about your campaign?
5: It's Tom4MN.com. I also have a Facebook page as well, tom 4 com um is it
4: for the number or for the for for for, yep. F-O-R. i always have to ask because yeah, it's, it's always question. it's always the other yes. one whichever yeah. one i guess so yep. all right fair enough uh what kind of help do you need from the people of 30a and elsewhere perhaps well uh, you know in, i
5: just need their vote really Okay, <laughs> that helps <laughs> that helps but i'm doing a couple meet and greets i'm doing one at um the riverwood national golf course Tomorrow from uh, one to three, and then I'm also doing one at BK Tap House in St. Michael oh, from uh, three to five p.m. on Friday. Okay, the day before convention, we'd love to see some people out there answer questions. I want to, you know, meet the constituents, answer the questions, and be real with
4: them. Absolutely, no, that's 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 it's that time of the race here. Of course, right. it will be between now. And, I mean. Even in places like Albertville, St. Michael, Osakis, that whole area. Osakis, not Osakis. That's a little further Osego, <laughs> I mix the two up all the time, right. every time. Never fails. Osakis is the town with the Lefse. Otsego is the town with the wine book. Uh, I have to mix the two <laughs> up <laughs> here. Go. So, uh, yeah, it, it, even in places like that, people don't really, I mean, most people don't start paying attention to maybe Labor Day at best here. But now right. is the time. To, this, if there was ever a race that mattered more than any other in our lifetime, I mean, this is one of them here. I mean, we say that every two years. And every two years, it's true. It's true, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Yeah, freedom is never more than a generation away from extinction. You, they, they said that absolutely. Yes. So, uh, Tom O'Neill, the website one more time here: tomformn dot f o r f o m. I will get that out uh, at shotinthedark.info dark uh, when I get a moment here towards the end of the show, Excellent. if I can get out of here before Jack Tomzak gets in here. Uh, Tom O'Neill, pleasure to talk with you today. Thank uh, you. I, I wish both you and Walter the best of luck. Uh, the, the, the 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 it'll be a tie yes. for the best man winning. I have a, a hunch, and uh, and either way. Uh, the district will ha- we'll be in good hands in St. Paul in another year here. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you giving me the time to just talk with the constituents. Absolutely my pleasure. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280. The Patriot. that's Tom4MN.com. Link going up at info. Drive carefully on the way back up to the northwest burbs. Right. It's west of Lindale, so it may as well be North Dakota. <laughs> but I'm getting better at that. Thanks for coming by today. Thank you. Two more segments to go, so don't go anywhere. That means the fun is technically three-quarters over and yet still just beginning. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 the Patriot.
6: Wouldn't it be great to receive free quotes from multiple top-rated contractors on siding, roofing, and window jobs with absolutely zero pushy salespeople invading your house with one-size-fits-all overpriced options? I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As many Patriot listeners know, one short meeting with me will result in competitive estimates emailed to you a few days later with no obligation to buy. With today's supply chain issues, the most common question I get lately is how long until the work can be done? Straight answer. If you would like to see some new windows in your house in the summer, now is the time to call me. Lead times are up to six months for window installs, double than what we've ever seen in the past. So whether you would like a few windows quoted or all of them, We'll go over the best options that fit your house and stand up to our extreme temperature swings. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back out to write up the order so we can get the clock ticking on your new windows. To set up a short meeting with me. Go to getmythreequotes.com. That's the number three. Getmythreequotes.com.
3: This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand. With or stand with
6: Imagine doing one thing that gave you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. I'm Dinesh D'Souza, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour in November of 2022. You'll gain first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps and touch the Western Wall sail on the Sea of Galilee book this tour today call 855-565-5519 or book online at standwithisraeltour.com
3: I appeal to you to fight I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature but everyone can help fighters what's wrong is not to do either if the troops have no supplies the troops are worthless this station is a fighter so there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just
6: patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. AM 1280,
4: The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Four, four, eight, eight. Should you care to join me? And honestly, I hope you do, because that's that's what we're here for. We're a talk show. We're not a listen show. We're a talk show. That means you get to talk as well. It's what we're here for. By the way, you can also join us, as I said before, on Twitter, Gab, Parla, MeWe, and Getter. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. And, so, boy, her, and yes, you can ask. You I will get a place. reply. Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Anyway, uh, it was interesting uh, that happened this past week. Uh, the the fallout from the George Floyd riots continues to to sweep the Twin Cities. Uh, we have uh, we, we have yet more evidence of this this past week. The CVS store that has been the uh, couple decades now. One of the anchors of the Midway's Main Street at and University, um, except for like the seven months after the George Floyd riots that it was uh, barricaded, boarded up, shut down, not operative, uh, repaired at immense expense after it was basically cleaned out from door to door by, well, peaceful protests in May of, of 2020. To be fair, one day of, quote, peaceful protest end quote, before the St. Paul police managed to get control of the situation, unlike, say, Minneapolis, where it just went on for days and days and days and days. Uh, It's interesting. Now, some of the apologists for the government in St. Paul are saying, well, CVS is shutting. Actually, CVS is closing an awful lot of stores. It's true. They're closing, I think, with five or six hundred of their stores nationwide right now. But the ones they're keeping open are kind of interesting. CVS is keeping open a store in a residential neighborhood just on Fairview, uh, about a mile south and a half a mile west of the store that's closing. The one down on, I believe it's Grand and Fairview, is staying open. But the one in the busy urban corner right next to a transit hub and a world-class soccer stadium? I mean, why would CVS not want to do business at... What is statistically one of the busiest intersections in the state of Minnesota, or was before the riots, one of the busiest intersections in the state of Minnesota, it still is plenty busy. I mean, it's not what it was in 2019, but it is still a pretty hopping intersection, at least in terms of cars going by and people in a populous neighborhood of the Twin Cities having to, you know, live their lives. I live not too terribly far from that CVS. I will say that I have gone there for various things when my pharmacy, Lloyd's, which, by the way, was also burned down in the riots of 2020, uh, when, when I had to go get something after hours, I went to that particular CVS because it's convenient. It's there. And by the way, five, six years ago, the corner of Snelling and University wasn't quite as much of a free fire zone as it is today. So why would they not want to do business there? I mean, the government, the the political class in St. Paul tells us over and over and over again how important that real estate is, how the train and the stadium were going to make that real estate too valuable to give up. Well, maybe it's all in the eye of the beholder. I mean, it certainly has been a, a, a... uh, a, a, an avalanche of fortune for vagrancy, for crime, and for for vacant lots. I mean, that neighborhood I mean, it had a little surge of property values going up immediately after Allianz Field went in, and then since the George, Flo- George Floyd riots, it's it's another whole story. We got houses that are being sold out to property companies that leave them vacant. And, and by the way, if you leave if you live in places like Albertville, Otsego, Saint Michael, Farmington, Lakeville. Hudson, Forest Lake, Wyoming, Elk River. You probably don't know what it's like to have several houses in your neighborhood turn up vacant. Not because they've been foreclosed on, which was a problem 12, 13 years ago, 14 years ago. But now people selling out for cash offers from big property companies who are just gobbling up property especially property from people who want to get the flame and hooty hoo out of Minneapolis and St. Paul. Anyway, expect apologists for the current administration, for Carter, for Waltz, for Biden to say, it's not our fault. I mean, they they, I mean, CVS says they're realigning their, their national retail footprint with a heavy focus on consolidating retail locations that are close by each other. And to be fair, the, the one that is being closed at Snelling and Uni is a mile and a half away from one that is remaining open in a very residential neighborhood, Grand and Fairview. Of course, the fact that the location is an increasingly crime-ridden area, has a record of being, I don't know, looted from wall to wall, could not have possibly affected the decision to close that particular store rather than the one at Grand and Fairview or the one in Crocus Hill or the one in the Target on University or the two At the University of Minnesota, or, 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 do you smell what I'm cooking here, folks? Somehow, all this real estate in Minneapolis and St. Paul that was supposed to be launched into the stratosphere by uh, the Green Line, aka the Vomit Comet, and Allianz Stadium, I, aka the playground for the upper middle class, which somehow did not get, and this is how you know, by the way, there wasn't a single white supremacist involved in the rioting in 2020. The soccer stadium in the middle of a neighborhood that everything that wasn't burned or looted was coated to a depth of three inches in vandalism and graffiti. There wasn't so much as a splotch of Sharpie anywhere on that stadium. Anywhere. And there's no security around it. You can walk right up to it. You could write your name out on Sharpie if you want, but nobody did. Huh. Can you imagine a crowd of white supremacists not defacing the bejeebers or even Republicans or anyone to the right of Paul Wellstone not at least throwing an egg at a soccer stadium for the love of Pete? You're smelling what I'm cooking here. Let's go to the phones in St. Paul. Mike, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're live and on the air.
6: Very pungently, Mitch. I can smell it. Um, (laughs) So... So um you you used the word riot and it brought to it brought to mind since uh I'm now an expatriate but I'm back visiting and I've been monitoring our local media and I've noticed that to a person man woman and in between every single reporter uses the word unrest oh yeah they will not Then I hearken back to the summer of 92 in L.A. Wasn't that called the L.A. riots? Well,
4: it was for the better part of 20 years. I bet if you had sustained media coverage of it today, as you likely will this summer when we get to the 30th anniversary of the riots, I, I, I will bet you dimes to dollars it's called the L.A. unrest or perhaps even the L.A. mostly peaceful protest of 1992. Yep. Any action on that, Mike? How's that coincidental? How's that
6: coincidental? And there's no media bias, of course. How is it that every station, every report, every time, it's unrest? that's because by the way
4: and 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 that's not to excuse anyone but the associated press puts out standards for how media covers this sort of thing and the associated press isn't a whole lot less liberal than the rest of the media so uh mike in st paul thank or from wherever you're at visiting back in st paul thank you very much for uh, calling in northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot uh by the way it, it's it, it's interesting but you're going to see a lot more uh, of this sort of thing, more more of the left catering hard to what had been its audience. In fact, getting downright bribey with its audience because some numbers came out yesterday, the day before, showing the ultimate break the glass meltdown scenario for Democrats. It's one poll. Polls this far before the election are fairly useless in as in terms of predicting anything. Well, this came out in, I believe, National Review, or perhaps uh, National Review and Instapundit earlier this week. Uh, polling is out there showing that the Republic, a generic Republican, wins a majority of the Hispanic vote, of the Latino vote in America, and African Americans are voting twenty-seven uh, percent GOP. Now, I'll give you a quick caution here. When you find a generic Republican, go ahead and nominate him, because a generic Republican always polls better than... uh, uh, By the way, for that matter, a generic Democrat always polls better than a real live flesh-and-blood human being with a voting record and some opposition research in a folder somewhere in the opposite party's file cabinets. That's just a fact. No real person ever polls as well as a generic candidate. But the fact that a majority of Latinos, according to one poll... With all of the caveats and all of the all of the all of the cautions about using polling assumed in advance, the fact that that a majority of Latinos, even in one modestly reliable poll, are discussing voting even for a generic Republican, and that twenty-seven percent of African Americans are talking about voting for any Republican at all—a generic Republican is a synonym for—they'll think about voting for a Republican, someone who espouses the principles that the GOP has been putting in front of people since time immemorial, or at least since Ronald Reagan for the last 40 years, albeit not living up to them consistently and and especially successfully all the time. The the, the idea that that a generic Republican candidate would even get a look from a population that in the case of Latinos— Peaked at what was considered an unbelievable 44% in 2000 for the first George W. Bush administration, and in the case of African Americans, haven't topped I want to say 12% in my adult lifetime, 10, 12% perhaps. And when Obama was running for president, it was in low single digits, as I recall, who uh, who voted for either John McCain or Mitt Romney when uh, when Barack Obama was running for president. Okay, we'll give them that one here. The idea, and by the way, Donald Trump uh, went and scored more African-American votes than any Republican since 1960, since Richard Nixon's first run for president. Which tells you something. The the idea that African-Americans are considering voting for Republicans in numbers double the recent historical record and that Latinos are even thinking at a majority level about voting for a Republican, even though it's just a generic Republican, tells you that the Democrats are going to have to do something. They're going to be shoveling the money out into the troughs as fast as they can, because that's the only weapon they got at this point here. What, are they going to run on their record? Go to the gas pump and see what the record looks like. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
2: Not Oh. Well. You must be going to play cricket this year, then, are you, Johnny? Not Nothing. No
0: rated with the Better Business Bureau, Optima's award-winning team has helped thousands of people protect their paychecks, bank accounts, homes and businesses by putting their tax problems to rest, resolving over 1 billion dollars in tax debts for their clients. Call Optima now for a free consultation.
1: Call 800-953-1788. 800-953-1788.
0: 800-953-1788. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit optimataxrelief.com. Warning.
2: Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular
6: burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at rackshackbarbecue.com.
4: Rack Rack yeah.
3: The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions and it just makes them better adults.
0: Hi, I'm Jeff.
3: Hi, I'm Trish. And we're from Oakdale.
2: Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools.
3: The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family.
2: Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Isn't it time you trade your old salt hog for a new wet technology water softener from Commerce? Commerce will give you $400 for your old softener and haul it away too. Save salt, save water, and your back. Go to Commerce.com. Commerce Water. That's Commerce.com. AM
4: 1280, uh, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget Jack Tomzak coming up after the top of the hour. Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3. By the way, from the great Sort Watch, Brad Carlson points out that he's an alum of Harding High School, which is a bitter rival to Tom O'Neill's Johnson High School. i tell you, it's another blue on blue. <laughs> the Republican Party we will do the best we can with that uh, bitter rivalry from the east side. I don't know. I'm... I'm once you get east of the red river all the high schools look the same to me so 651-289-4488 the number to call uh so yeah that that episode of the great sort uh watch is out there by the way i feel a little weird a little bereft almost because for the first time i think the first second time in eight weeks my band doesn't have a gig tonight in fact we got nothing for four more weeks april 9th elephant in the room will be back at the stillwater bowl we were there last saturday and boy was that fun uh Certainly got my target heart rate going because, of course, a blizzard set in on the way home from the gig after unloading over slick glare ice in the parking lot. But the gig inside was fun, and we have a lot of fun playing Stillwater. Uh, The Stillwater Bowl just south of uh, 36 on Omaha. Hope you can join us uh, uh, four weeks from today. We actually have a couple weeks off from the band, after, after which we've got 14, 15 gigs lined up for the rest of the year which is a lot. I mean, we've gone several years without that gigs. so who knows? Maybe the band is taking off just a little bit. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. So many little things I have to touch on here today uh, on the broadcast. Oh, um, Matt in San Diego, actually Matt in Los Angeles from today, uh, uh, who's in Los Angeles today, wrote in with a question. He asked why in the first first or second segment, he, uh, he, he points out, I mentioned that Peggy Flanagan, or as the cool kids call her, P. Flan, uh, is the, quote, lieutenant, end quote, governor, which is my sardonic way of saying she is the real governor of the state of Minnesota. And, and Matt in San Diego, or L.A. for the moment, asks, why, why would I say that? Why am I not saying that, that Governor Klink is not the actual governor of Minnesota? Well, I'll tell you why, Matt, and everyone else. If you go back to 2018, Right about this time, when we got into about this time of the year, four years ago, the Democratic conventions, uh, I mean, they went overwhelmingly for the craziest progressives of all. I mean, you had someone to the left, well to the left, well, well, way to the left of Keith Ellison was endorsed for attorney general. A a fellow named Matt Pelican, who Paul Wellstone, no, forget Paul Wellstone, uh, Leon Trotsky looked back from the grave, from the great beyond, and said, oh, dial it back, Pelican. <laughs> you're, you're making us all look bad. Uh, Matt Pelican was, you're going, Matt, who exactly? But he was so far to the left, to the left of Keith Ellison, and he was what the DFL endorsed. I mean, beating out the incumbent, Laurie Swanson, because Laurie Swanson has a lifetime A rating from the NRA, and that is not tolerated in the modern democratic party and the endorsees for governor four years ago. Do you remember them? Any of them, Aaron Murphy and Aaron May Quaid, two of the most extreme leftists. I mean, whose social media pages right now make Paul Wellstone look like Barry Goldwater. This was what the DFL endorsed four years ago. And to, and and, Tim Waltz had been considered the frontrunner because he'd been a, a sitting congressman for what 10 years, five terms in, in Congress, plus a stretch, I believe, I forget he was in the state legislature or not, it doesn't matter. He had five years of statewide name, name recognition and some, quote, success, end quote, as a member of Congress. So Should have been a walk for him if the Democratic Party was not taken over by flaming extremists. And that's the, the cleanest term I can use. Probably the only clean term I can use, this being a Salem station. So Tim Waltz lost out in the convention, did not get the endorsement, had to go to the primary. To go to the primary, he had to pick someone who would give him progressive cred, someone who the progressives would look at and go, okay, I'm not going to hold my I will. I could hold my nose and vote for someone who can actually win the election. Because Aaron Murphy and Aaron Quaid, Aaron May Quaid, are too far to the left even for Minnesota their vote totals outside 494 and 694 would have been somewhere down there below the legal pot party the Iron Range would have revolted because Aaron Murphy and Aaron May Quaid are so far to the left that Alexander Ocasio-Cortez looks at them and goes ladies you're making us all look like nutters so Peggy Flanagan got brought onto Governor Klink's ticket to drag him over the line with progressives. He won the primary. He won the election. God help us all. And nothing happens in that administration without satisfying the progressive wing of the DFL. There is no moderate wing of the DFL anymore. And those that are likely, hopefully, will be voting for the former radio and TV host who's running from some third party of which I won't talk about just now. But that's why I say Peggy Flanagan is the real governor of Minnesota, Matt, from San Diego slash L.A., because without Peggy Flanagan, there would be no Governor Waltz. If Penny, Peggy Flanagan hadn't dragged Governor Klink over the finish line in the primaries, we would have Governor Jeff Johnson today, very, very likely, because the, the DFL activists who go to the convention every year nominate people that are not electable. They are not electable. Now, waltz will not get primaried he will be the candidate this fall mark my words but uh, that that's why Pe- peggy flanagan's the real governor of minnesota without her nothing gets done she is the conduit to an extreme dfl majority for now in the house and to whatever power they have in the senate that's that's why she is the real governor of minnesota and anyway I, I mentioned this last week briefly and i wanted to take a little more time to talk about it this is uh the beginning of the the first broadcast of year 19 of this show. The show started 18 years ago last Sunday. It was actually Saturday, March 6th. The 6th was Sunday. And I as every I do every year, I want to just say a quick shout-out and thank you to everyone that helped put this show on over the years. Of course, to the first general manager who said, yeah, sure, let a lot bunch of bloggers on our airtime, John Hunt and his uh, operations manager, Patrick Campion, who said, hey, this could work, and he was right. To Nick Novak, the program director for several years, who kept us going. And, of course, to Lee Michaels, Nick Anderson, the ops manager and general manager today, who keep us on the air. To the producers over the years, of course, the late, great Joe Hanson, my friend from uh, my first radio career. Irina Melanyana, Matt Reynolds, uh, Tommy Wynn, now singer of Elephant in the Room. Megan Fatal, Terminator N, G-Money, Sean the Egan Underboss, and and Dan, who has not yet earned a nickname, but we'll work on it here. And, of course, the guys uh, who accompanied me into the studio 18 years ago, and some of whom still do. John Hinderocker, Scott Johnson, Ed Morrissey, uh, King Banyan, of course, he 's still every Saturday morning on The Businessman, Atomizer, J.B. Doubtless, Chad the Elder, Brian St. Paul Ward, of course, Michael Broadcorb, and to this day, Brad Carlson and uh, Jack Tomczak, the new guy, been doing that, holding this fort down, for a generation right now, and happy to do it for another 18 years. Thank you all for everyone involved, for for being involved in this. Of course, most of all, thank you all for making this a going proposition since the Bush administration. Thank you all. God bless you all. God bless America.
2: in 1981 heritage christian academy began with 13 students today they celebrate god's faithfulness with 550 students in grades pre-k through 12. god has shown his provision for hca for 40 years let me introduce one of god's faith-filled stories hi i'm tanya scott i serve as president at heritage christian academy I see HCA's values of truth, service, relationships, and excellence impact the lives of young men and women every day in the classroom, on the court, or on the stage. They use their training to know, love, and serve their Savior in all aspects of their lives. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 9 embodies for me the last 40 years at Heritage Christian Academy. Know, therefore, that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. For more information about Heritage
6: Christian Academy in Maple Grove, visit heritageweb.org. Cultural Marxism is spreading like wildfire in America. It shows up in everything from critical race theory to the LGBT movement to cancel culture. But did you know that this so-called woke ideology is also flooding into the church? Decide not to be content with
1: merely being a non-racist. Will you decide to make the shift to anti-racism?
6: The brand new documentary, How the Left is Stealing Your Church, exposes the infiltration of Bible-believing churches and denominations by an anti-God, anti-gospel agenda. From George Soros giving money to Campus Crusade to the Southern Baptist Convention's recent flirtation with critical race theory, you will discover how this false ideology is being smuggled into the evangelical church and how the left is stealing your church. Stream it now for $9.99 or get the DVD for $12.99. Watch on your phone, tablet, or TV. Go to SalemNow.com or look for the Salem Now app.